Hello listeners, Dan here from A Bit Spursy. If you would like to watch this episode, please head to youtube.com forward slash at A Bit Spursy. We'll also have all the links up on our website as well at abitspursy.com. Tottenham topple the champions on day one. Hello, my name is Barney Pollock, and I'm joined, as always, by my naughty wife, DT, <laughs> Dan Thomas. <laughs> and we're here at A Bit Spursy to bring you um, all the associated Tottenham Hotspur facts, that um, the alternate facts, um, <laughs> uh, during this transfer window. Um, I've already laughed too much. You know, I'll be angering men on the internet. Oh, definitely. Yeah. This, this is our take on Spurs reality. Yeah, yeah. This is our reality. Our reality. Uh-huh. And now I'm your wife. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to our home. You're not just my <laughs> wife. You're my naughty my wife. My naughty wife. Yeah. Yep. What does that mean, do you think? Uh, don't know. Yeah. I think... Uh... Mm. I think it means, like, you steal. <laughs> you I steal, steal from you? you st- no, no, not from me. From, like... Because it's like you're my naughty <laughs> wife, so you'll be like, honey, I stole some steaks from uh, Woolworths. Yeah, still on the good terms. See, uh, I was thinking it's like, I just steal from you and you're well aware of it, no, but no. you still keep me around. Yeah. And I was about to say to you, like, Barney, this is quite toxic. Mm, you mm. should get rid of me. Yeah. No, no, no. It's not like that. It's it's you steal um, in a good way. For the good of the family. Yeah, for the good of the family. That's yeah. right. <coughs> and I, it's more like I go, what are we doing? Okay, anyway, <laughs> let's get into it. <coughs> Um, what, what do we start with? It's a bit, you know, there's less structure this week cause there's no game to yeah. sort of, you know, start with. Yeah. What do we start with? Well, in these international leagues, we mm. always have players going off and running their little mouths. Yeah. And doing naughty little things. Naughty little things. But not like naughty wife. Not naughty wife. Bad things. Bad, bad things. Bad things. Um, I think probably the biggest thing, even though at some stage we'll stop talking about him, mm. Harry been talking, mm. <laughs> talking crap about Spurs. Yeah, the yeah. first time he's mentioned the word Spurs in about six months, mm. and it's been to question the mentality, uh, and you know, pull a bit of a Conte in the sense that he just removes himself from all responsibility. Unreal, unreal. <laughs> it's just like I cannot believe that he. Like, I don't, he's gone, whatever, we've been winning, it doesn't really matter, I don't feel, I'm more annoyed by, A, when he tried to go to City, and then B, he's being annoying now, when he's talking about, um, that, you know, he, he wanted to win things at Spurs, win, what? He wanted to win <laughs> things at Spurs, but if you didn't win a few games, it wasn't such a big deal. It's like, to who, though? Like. Yeah. Because to me it is. I'd freak out. <laughs> to all the fans, we weren't we weren't loving losing Champions League to Liverpool yeah. in that final. That wasn't a big deal. That yeah. was not a big deal at all. Yeah. Um, it's just so weird that you have someone like Kane who for a lot of time was bigger than the club, which mm. I don't think is a good thing necessarily, yeah. but whatever he did, people would have followed his example. He was yeah. like part of the leadership group, all this sort of stuff. Mm. So to be like, oh, if, uh, I didn't lo- well, we lost, it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. It's like, that's on you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's got to be on what, you. <laughs> it's so incriminating. That's what I don't understand is it's so incriminating of him and his his own mentality as the vice captain of Spurs. Yeah. That, oh, that, Harry Kane is calling you right now. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, my God. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Why did that happen? I thought it was on. 
It is on Do Not Disturb. Why did it ring? I don't know. They they break. Harry has a way of breaking through. Yeah, he sure does. Apple <laughs> and Harry. Um, <laughs> what are we talking about? This it, anyway. it's really Charlie Kane would be the one. <laughs> yeah, he would be the one calling me. I'm on my motorbike, brother. <laughs> Stop talking about Harry. All yeah, right? <laughs> I've got uh, eyes and ears everywhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so incriminating for him, and it makes me make a uh, make a link. Um, also, that my my language is really I'm sick. You are unwell, and, so and it's, it's oh, you can tell. Um, <laughs> um, the fact that when Postacoglu came in, he sort of removed the leadership team. Well, Kane left, but Larice, we you know brought it. He got a whole new group of people, mm-hmm. and I was like, that's interesting that he's done that to you know establish a new era. That's great, good job, but also. With Harry making these comments, I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, what? You know, you have bottled it in every big game that we've had. You've been, I mean, I'm talking like cup finals, mm-hmm. maybe not in other. Has he not bottled it in any other? No, there's been. Um, there was a clip on, I, I hate to say the T word, talk sport, mm. but it was someone who just, they listed all the things that he had. Uh, he'd played in, in terms of semifinals, finals, and it adds up to quite a lot. Cause mm. with England too, there's finals, semifinals, uh, FA cups, like league cups, champions, like there's, mm. there's a whole bunch of things. Yeah. And yeah, you get players who like, this is the point they were making that like Mbappe, Messi, whatever they step up in games and they go, all right, mm. time for me to just win it. Yeah. I guess I better do the win thing again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they find a way, lift the team, do that. Mm. Whereas Harry has not been out, not been able to do that. Mm. Um, and he's had like chances. He's had mm. definite chances where he could have stepped up and won something. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't, didn't have the mentality yeah. too weak in the brain, <laughs> but it is, I just, it's baffling to me that you'd make a comment like that, especially with, maybe he just doesn't think about the history of the games he's played in and not sort of done much. Yeah. Um, I'll just live in the present. Yeah, I just live in the present. Well, it kind of seems like that. Yeah. <laughs> like there's no past or future. There's just now. The team I'm at currently. Yeah, yeah. I guess he speaks like that. Okay, all right, all right. Well, that makes sense then. That kind of, yeah. that kind of works. It's just also very weird to me, I think, when a player goes to, say, somewhere like Bayern Munich, where they've won, I think, 11 or 12 league titles in a row, mm. you're guaranteed that success. And yeah. I understand that there's like, the German media, there's a lot of scrutiny on the players mm. and everything there, but you're in such an advantageous position to keep winning mm. that it's not really like much of an achievement to go and do something there. Yeah. So to kind of be like, well, my old club, like losing, well, oh, they didn't care. They just went and played bingo after the games here. Well, we don't get fed for a week. It's the word. <laughs> it's so much more pressure. Yeah. And it's like, you're already at a team who's like comfortably winning and they had, a, they didn't have a center forward last season. Mm. They had like Chupo Motting or something. That's it. Mm. And now you're going in there, like it's it's just going to be a walk in the park. Yeah. So to just come out and say these sorts of things, it's like this doesn't really show of like having a strong mentality to to leave and go to Bayern. Mm. Mm. I also think it's interesting that he, when he brings that up, and he's like, you know, here we won the first game four nil, and then three one, conveniently stepping over the fact that they lost that yeah. community <laughs> shield. That didn't happen. Um, <laughs> First game I played here, we won yeah, uh, yeah. one 3-1. That's uh, nothing else happened. Nothing else <laughs> happened. There was no games before that. Um, but the fact that you know clubs like Bayern playing in a league where they have so much more money and win 
every single year. If you're someone in the media, your job is to uh, perpetuate narratives or create narratives out of events. So you can't just every season for 12 years be like, they are good. They're really yeah. good. They're better than everyone in this league and everyone else is <laughs> oh, not as good as them. So yeah, you have to then scrutinize them further so that you can create stories and drama and because they're the biggest club, they've got the most following around the world out of the German league. And so that means you get the most people reading your stories. Like there's so many things that are impacting that. It's not just the club. Well, people really expect us to win. It's like, yeah, yeah but you're also playing farmers like yeah. <laughs> every second week. Like you are expected to win because of the advantage that the club has yeah. on top of the, um, perspective that the media has to take to create content based on the club. Oh, definitely. Uh, I, I agree. Very well said. I, <laughs> but yeah, it's like the, the papers over there, they're not just going to be like, Otmar, Bayern won again. Headline for tomorrow. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Like, okay. Mm. I think maybe the big inconvenience of like when Harry's like, there's so much pressure if we don't win is because the newspapers then have to like reset their whole like heading and it's like, we can't go with, we've already set up Bayern one. As mm. the tagline on the page, mm. now we've got to just bring burn all those papers, <laughs> yeah. reprint them with buy and lost, mm. and that's the big economic thing that yeah. like happens. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's which Harry's really concerned about. Yeah, he's really concerned about the economic prosperity and security in Munich. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe he's doing a good thing, and we're the assholes for uh, yeah. picking him up on it. Yeah, there you but, go. He's protecting jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Harry Kane is protecting jobs. I like that. Harry Kane's got like his like Harry Kane jobs dot de. <laughs> I'm for jobs. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, what type yeah. of jobs? It's like, well, when we lose, they're going to burn a lot of paper. How does that mean that they will lose their jobs? <laughs> I'm for jobs. I'm for jobs. Harry, is this Charlie's doing again? <laughs> yeah. Yes. He's a genius. <laughs> <laughs> this is a family business. Yeah. We were, we're the brothers. <laughs> we're the brothers. Um, yeah, I mean, I just, it's just is such a disappointing, what I don't understand is if you say if you leave, but you want to protect, you've spent a long time at this club. And so you probably want to protect the legacy that you have there because you are so beloved and yeah, you can play it in a way that's like, yes, I've gone to a different club to whatever, but I still, you know, really like, I liked my time at Tottenham and it was great. But he hasn't, he's not doing that. He's more yeah. like, it's awesome here. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so much better. And especially someone like Harry, who is so, I don't think he's like media trained in a good way. Mm. He's media trained in a way that he never says anything. Yeah. So you could see like, he's not necessarily that comfortable speaking, answering questions. Mm. And if that's the case, totally fine. I get that. That's, that's okay. But it's like, there's got to be some sort of degree where it's like, all right, Harry, like just when you talk about Spurs, like. Maybe we don't need to like, you know, mm. pour oil on the fire. Mm. Like maybe you could just say you had a lovely time there. Maybe say the name of the team once or twice, yeah. uh, you know, in this whole lead up to everything. Mm. And then that's it. Whereas now it looks like he's in a position where it, maybe he's able to sort of speak freely and he doesn't really know how to do it. Mm. <laughs> and mm -hmm. so he's just coming up with things, which they're these like weird shots, which like, they're not very like intellectual points about mm. anything there. It's just very, like, it's just very surface level things that are unnecessarily now causing harm to 
the Spurs fan base, which maybe he just doesn't care about at all. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't care about. Yeah, maybe he doesn't. Like, the way he's been acting and speaking, like, I wouldn't expect him to still be completely in love with Spurs. No. But if he's been here since he was, like, nine or ten or whatever, mm. like, you'd expect maybe just to say, like, oh, I love my time there and, yeah, you know, mm. just be normal. <laughs> yeah, or just go, go harder and, and be more specific. Like, I want to hear him be like, yeah. uh, Pierre Hoybier is a little bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's real weird, like, rivalries. Yeah. yeah. Um, little, I don't like Hugo's underpants. Yeah, like, Passag stuff. Yeah. I guess yeah the Tongan was a good keeper if you like keep what well, I fucked it no, no, no. <laughs> I, like, I thought you got like deeper with that of like calling for Tongan a keeper and I'm like oh yeah. he's got a bit of comedy it is. yeah the, I thought routine. that like the process doesn't matter the process was always oh, stuffed it but I can turn this into something better yeah and then the gears they seized they se <laughs> in my brain <laughs> came to a grinding halt yep uh, well, look, the, look, we can, we can move on. We've got, uh, more international, uh, mm. related things. So Romero, this, I really love this, that mm. the fact that Romero has an incredible game against, was it Ecuador? I think it was Ecuador mm. and just unbelievable. Like the highlight package of him is just amazing. And then mm. afterwards, Messi comes out and says, for me, Chris Romero is the best center back in the world. Uh, this, that, everything else, another, a whole bunch of other superlatives mm. that he just drops on him. And then uh, the internet exploded by everyone who's not a Spurs fan and became a contest of like, all right, I could name 35 better centre backs right now. And then they would like, people, if you're an Arsenal fan, they'd list like Arsenal, all their academy players, all this. And it's like, well, you've, no one's even paying attention to your argument now. Like it's, even as a rival fan, you've got to admit that Romero is very good. Mm, mm. But also that's one very good footballer's opinion mm. about a player who just happens to play for uh, the cult that they're all part of, which is the Argentinian national team. Definitely. And of course he's going to say that and you can acknowledge that he's good while also not thinking he's the best in the world. But yeah. then how are you determining who the best in the world is? Like the whole thing is insane. Yeah. Like what? Why would you get so riled up <laughs> by Messi saying that after an international game, you're like, oh, I can name so many other ones that are better and yeah. ones you would have never have heard of. <laughs> so weird. You should see my football manager save. I've got seven <laughs> better ones in my squad. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bizarre. Yeah. It's really, it's just a weird kind of reaction. Um, mm. And like, as we can sit back and go, you know, Van Dyke is a very good defender on the decline a little bit, mm. but he's mm. still very, very good defender. Mm. We can talk about other players of teams and go, yeah, they are a decent player. They're pretty good. Probably top 10 in the world. Mm. Fine. Whatever. But it just seems like when it's Spurs related, it just, people just do not like no. any of those, uh, mm. <laughs> any, any compliments or, mm -hmm. like you said, it's just one person's opinion, messy. Yeah. Which the, also the other funny thing is a lot of people like Messi, the goat, unbelievable, it's incredible, <laughs> yeah. best person ever in the game. What, he said what? No, he's yeah. a dickhead. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't even know what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Oh. Stupid guy. Yeah. It's so, it, yeah. He can't think he's the goat and then be like, but his opinions are so bad. So They're wrong. like F tier, man. They're so bad. <laughs> um. But yeah, Romero, it's, it's interesting. It's like, I feel like he started the season pretty well for us mm. and the new, 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 like vice captaincy, mm. uh, is sort of looking, looking good on him. Mm -hmm. He had a very good world cup last season for Spurs, 
probably a bit underwhelming, mm. but you can just tell that like he's he's top tier. Yeah, yeah, he's really good. Yeah. He's really good. Again, Paratici. Paratici. Yeah. He makes the the selections. <laughs> He makes the selections that everybody loves. He does. They have a fax in the corner of the room <laughs> yeah. now. <laughs> when they rock up to the games and Buster yeah. Coglu's like, all right, mates, uh, just waiting for the team to come through from, <laughs> you know what happens. Yeah. That machine in the corner just goes off and that's the squad. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Paratici, that's Paratici faxing from prison. That's faxing in yeah. from prison. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, for some reason, fax, <laughs> as in they'd like ported him into the fax and he's like, Hello. <laughs> And that's how he's able to still work at Spurs because he's been transported into the internet. So he lives digitally now. Yeah, he lives he is, digitally. He's yeah. the AI that's powering <laughs> yeah. powering Spurs in all their ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah. I would like that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, it'd be funny and an, an amazing technological advancement. Yeah. They're like, well, I'm not going to prison. Mm. I'm going to go into digital form in a day or two and you won't be able to find me. <laughs> Try and arrest me then. <laughs> yeah. You can't. But then also would he be like... Hey, Ange, hey, hey, just write down all your deals in a little black book. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe fudge some of them numbers, why don't you? Like, hey, fudge some numbers. Yeah, well, what? No. <laughs> Come join me in here. It's really nice. Hey, you know, you didn't pay that much. For, you didn't pay that much for that business lunch. Just fudge the numbers a little just bit. Fudge the numbers a bit. Yeah, go on. Go on. Say, uh, you know, there was... Um, you know, maybe someone else's receipt. Use that. Maybe so. You've got to get reimbursed. Yeah. Maybe just, you know, add a few more risottos on there. <laughs> do what you want to do. Join me, join me in the digital realm. Yeah. Join, but also make sure you write them all down. Yeah. <laughs> in a black book. The rule about being illegal is you have to write it down. You write it down. Yeah. That means it's fine. Yeah. That's why Paratech has gone to the digital realm because mm. he got burnt in the physical world. Yeah. Yeah. Writing in black books and everything mm-hmm. else. So then he's like, well, great. Yeah. I write down all my numbers in here and no one can see them. Exactly. I mean, you know, he's like, I can get into documents, I can type stuff, I can backspace, but I fear the day that he runs into a PDF. Yeah. (laughs) He can't edit. He'll be like, oh my God, this is, I'm having flashbacks. Yeah. Edit, edit text, edit. Yeah, it's not working. Why not? (laughs) His ultimate enemy, the PDF. The PDF. Digital Paratici. Send through the contract, just do not send it as a PDF. Yeah, yeah, do please. not. Please <laughs> Please don't. do not. We'll, we'll be backed up for days if that happens. I feel like people would be like, we have to send it as a PDF because then the file can't be edited. So yeah. then you can just sign off on it mm. and we can guarantee that you haven't edited the terms. Mm. It's like Fabio just doesn't do PDFs. He just doesn't do them. He won't edit it. If it's an official document, he won't. He's promised. He promised. But <laughs> you cannot send a PDF because he'll freak out. So that's the team selection. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So that's how the team selection works at Tottenham Hotspur. (laughs) Um, We signed a a boy. We signed Signed a little boy. We signed a very uh, little boy. He was littler than I expected. Yeah. um, But also bigger because apparently he's 6'4". Whoa. So he's a very tall little boy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We can work with that. But he's like 16 because you have to be 18 to play in England, don't you? Or is that, didn't they change the rule? So I've seen conflicting things here. Yeah. That like, I think to sell a player, I feel like maybe they have to be 18. Right. But you could sign them if they weren't under some deal. Uh, it's, I don't really know. I've seen some mm. things that say he won't only join the club. Excuse me. In like 2024 or 2025 yeah, or something when he turns too. 18. Yeah. But then other 
things have said like, oh, sign the club. And he's probably swayed by becoming like a, you know, a valued squad member, pretty certain, like something like that. Yeah. So it still seems a little bit up in the air mm. as to what the terms of the deal are. Mm. Or this just shows our lack of research skills. Yeah. Uh, one of those options. One of those options you pick, <laughs> listener. Um, I had the same thing that he's actually not joining until he turns 18. Yeah. But because he'll be staying at the club he's at, uh, which is... The... Uh, I, I'm not sure the name. Yeah. But if you said the name, I'd go, that's the club. That's the club. You know? Yeah. It's uh, not Hadjack Split. No. And it's not uh, Everton. <laughs> Everton have relocated to Croatia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they might. Who knows? Try relegating us from here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if you uh, get anyone over here, we'll move right into Ukraine. Yeah. And then you can try and relegate. You won't be able to. Um, what I was going to say was that it makes sense, I guess, that he can't like transfer clubs because that would be child trafficking. Yeah, well, it would be selling yeah. a child. Yeah, selling yeah. a child, yeah, wouldn't yeah. it? Which you can't do. Which you can't do. You yeah. definitely can't do. Yep. Definitely not in footballing terms. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Um, but I, I would actually love, just love some clarity around what it is. Yeah. I, I would. It would be great to find if the rule is it's like, it's child trafficking, you can't do that. Yeah. It falls under the same umbrella. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And we've got to wait till he's, uh, got to wait till he's an adult. Yep. Having said that, there are things where... Clubs do sign like youth players yeah. and then have to pay compensation and things like that. But maybe you can only sign youth players from within the, the country system. that you're in or yeah. something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I think there's something. I'm sure within a couple of days more will be yeah. revealed on this. Mm -hmm. But um, And this whole yeah. conversation will be a complete waste of time. <laughs> oh, 100%. We can always guarantee that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's good. I like it in the sense that... Uh, Davidson's obviously gone mm. and we brought in someone that even if they can't play for a season or so, mm. uh, we're now definitely more focusing on the future and youth players and, yeah. and things like that. And it just sort of shows too, that like we're, we're, we're moving on and, uh, Ange views this as a project. He's not, you know, pulling his hair out about winning something this season, mm. but, uh, it's very much like the start of the journey. Yeah. Are you are. trying to say that it's not a big deal if we lose? I'm end? trying to say that, well, that's what we do at Spurs. Yeah, it's right. Okay. Well, it's lose. not a big deal. We don't care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could even rip his whole head off if yeah. we lose. <laughs> well, Ange, thanks for coming into Tottenham. <laughs> Just to let you know, it's not a big deal if we lose. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's a relief. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next thing we had uh, was a new release from um, everyone's favourite social media, uh, creative, um, multidisciplinary artist, yep. Emerson Royale. <laughs> yeah. Uh, incredible. Mm. Uh, he's releasing a music video, uh, which is him and his pregnant girlfriend. Mm. And it's great. I love it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if where this idea came from, because he puts up the comps of his games and maybe he thought, you know what? I'm running into like licensing issues with the music on them. I need to create my own. Yeah. Stuff it. We'll just do a full-blown music video as well. <laughs> yeah, he got too carried away. He was like, yeah. I'm just seeing this visually. I need to make something. He's going to do a visual album like Beyonce. Oh, look, that would be amazing. I feel like there's more of a story that he has put into mm. uh, his work. So if this is a sign of things to come, because uh, he's in the house that praying. This is what happens in the video, mm. for anyone who hasn't seen. But he's kind of in the house praying, um, sort of rapping. There's someone else is singing. It's definitely not him singing as well. And then uh, his girlfriend, like, they're at a club and she hands him a box 
which he opens up and there's a pregnancy test in there. And then they sort of celebrate that. And then she's pregnant, like on a towel in the garden or something. So I'd say a master storyteller. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite complex. It's (laughs) definitely a self-directed video. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Good on you, Emerson. You know, some people spend their, spend their international break, uh, slagging off the club. Others put it into creative efforts. Yes. (laughs) Thank you, Emerson, for choosing the latter. Thank you. And we're not going to be saying, oh, what's he doing? He should be concentrating on football. <laughs> yeah. Every minute of every day. Will they get paid enough? Yeah. They get paid enough to do that, don't they? <laughs> I feel like the people who watch that, whenever they see like the club videos where it's like, Richardson and Emerson Royale mm. cooking some Sancho Bao, like yeah. something like that. The people would be like, oh, this must be on like a five minute training break that like, they, <laughs> yeah. that's the only time that they would surely be allowed to go and off and do this. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise it's just beep tests. It's trust beep. me. <laughs> you know, that's what they do. Uh, Cause they must just get them in. They do five minutes. They got to go straight back yeah. to training. <laughs> so don't you think these, these things apart from being publicity are also about creating novelty on the training ground, this place that you come every single day to keep it fresh and like, so you don't get bored? Yeah. Like, don't you think that's actually, it's actually maybe part of the whole thing? No. 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 Because <laughs> <laughs> it would be such a, like, more enjoyable thing to, like, go in. It's like you've done training. And I'd assume they hang around the training ground a little bit. Mm. They're not just, like, drive and drive out. Mm. Um, and so, you know, having things like this to do, mm. like, it's it's good. Yeah. It's fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I say, keep people engaged. Yeah, yeah. I want to. I really want to go to the player hotel. Oh, at the training ground. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just pictured you just rocking up, no team, no nothing, <laughs> tracksuit with glasses on. <laughs> hey guys. Hey guys. <laughs> What's up? Fabinho's here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, we didn't have Brazil booked in. Yeah. To, uh... Uh, well. Surprise. Surprise. <laughs> it sounds like something um, Jürgen Klinsmann would do. Mm. Uh, so there's a loose little report that I saw was that uh, Klinsmann, who we still, you know, Spurs legend. Mm. And some players, some sorry, some fans were saying before Ange came in, what about Klinsmann? What about Klinsmann? To which I think all American mm. uh, Spurs fans were like, absolutely not. Absolutely yeah. not. No, 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 please. <laughs> but now he's manager of South Korea. Mm-hmm. And apparently what he did was like, he, the team was, he made the South Korean team stay in London, even though their friendly was like 400 K away. And then conveniently the next day, like after, like when they were in London, there was like a Bayern Munich, like friendly testimonial match, like nearby or something like that. Mm. And Klinsman's just gone like, oh, well, <laughs> this is easy. This is convenient for me. <laughs> and then his quotes have come out and he's just like, Hey, I don't want to stay in career. It's boring. Uh, I've got to be in Europe all the time. That's how we develop football. If you disagree, maybe I'm not the right person for the job. Something to that extent. Don't quote me exactly, but seems like a bit of a loose, uh, I love that that he didn't even go to like, it was honestly a crazy coincidence guys that it ended up being this testament. I just was like, well, I've got my boots because you always bring them. And uh, it's like, well, no, actually, to be honest with you, the country is boring. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's why country's boring. That's why I'm not. And I'm like, by all accounts from people I know that have gone to like Seoul and stuff, they've said it's incredible. Yeah. So- <laughs> yeah. I've never heard a bad review of someone that's gone to South Korea. Yeah. Like everyone I've spoken to has loved it. 
and not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> not Jürgen. Jürgen's yeah. the anti-tourism He's, board. Yeah, <laughs> he does not like it there. <clears throat> um, we also, we should have, I should have brought this up when we talked about transfers that apparently Perisic is going in January. Did you read that? I read there were rumours that he might be going to Croatia and back to Hedrick Split mm. in January, but I hope they have rumours because I think I'd like to keep him for at least the rest of the season. Mm, mm. Well, I heard some ITK on the extra inch. <laughs> and in my head then, I was going like, where did you hear ITK from? Because <laughs> neither of us have a link to any ITK no, source at all. No. But yeah, well, I do. It's just, it's a, a link on top. One yeah. step removed. One yeah. step removed. <clears throat> Apparently he's a nightmare to deal with. Perisic? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Well, I guess I can't really, I don't know why I assume otherwise. Mm. Just because I'm like, volleyball. Volleyball. Mm. Well, actually, but when you think about it, nightmare as a footballer, shouldn't be going off and playing volleyball. Yeah. Like without permission mm. <laughs> to do so. Mm. But then the only other clip I've really seen of him was when he first came to the club and he's looking at all the list of players. And then do you remember that? And he's just like, ah, oh, Jamie O'Hara. Mm. And then we're just like, out of all the players <laughs> yeah. listed there, the one you pick up are like, he <laughs> was going through like niche ones like, ah, oh, Nabil Bentaleb. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's like, what? That's yeah. the only thing I've seen of him. Mm. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I wouldn't have known he was a nightmare, but apparently so. Did- According to ITK. That I accessed. The bootleg ITK. Yeah. <laughs> was there any other info as to nope. like why <laughs> That was it. That was it. Very trustworthy. Mm, uh, yeah, it was good stuff. Yeah. Um, you've put something else in our running order here, which is just Rodrigo Bentenker and what looks like a a man wearing tiny white shorts running on a beach. What is this? That's literally all the clip was. Um, mm. It's just him running on a beach. In tiny white shorts. Mm-hmm. But running quite fast. Really? Like like a, a man who has got an ACL that is intact. Ah. Because I... Wasn't he meant to be back September, but I think it's maybe October? Yeah, I think now they're saying like one month sort of yeah. to go. Mm. But I'm like, if he's sprinting on the beach like that... Yeah. That's pretty... Uh, mm. That's pretty good. That's good. Yeah. That's exciting. Maybe we could play some beach games. Let's... <laughs> Hey, the stadium's not available today. Yeah, uh, d- double booked. Um, yeah, how silly of us. Yeah, <laughs> it's for a um, Bayern Munich testimonial game. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> you're in Clinton's place. Yeah. You should come down and yeah, check it out. Yeah, yeah. So we'll just have to. God, what what can we do instead? Maybe like a, a cool beach game. <laughs> cool beach game, five on five. What yeah. do you reckon? <laughs> Your best five, our best five. Let's do it. Let's what? settle it on the beach. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Premier League's like. The hell? <laughs> we do I, not sanction this game. <laughs> I can imagine us being like, okay, so we can play on the beach. So we've got, it goes football pitch, NFL pitch, go-kart track, beach. <laughs> we bring the beach up. Yeah. We bring the beach to Tottenham. Oh, I love that, that like the Premier League, we're like, we are not allowing you to go down to the beach and play the game. And they're yeah. like. Well, let's take that wording very literally. Yeah. <laughs> and then they install the first beach system. It's yeah. like to one up Real Madrid, who mm. now they've got their fancy pitch that can change. Yeah. And then everyone's like, Spurs have had that for a few years now. Yeah. But then we're just taking it one step further by everything opens up, the beach comes up mm-hmm. through the middle, mm-hmm. and it's just this beautiful little beach football. Yeah. Court? Pitch? Yeah. I don't Area? Know. Area. Zone. Zone? I reckon zone. 
Yeah. Everything at a beach is a zone. Yeah. It's, <laughs> and they, it could play with flags. Yeah, little, exactly. Water, a little shark, everything yeah, around. A little shark. <laughs> a you tiny shark. A, you could put a big shark in a stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course not. Of course not. I just like the idea of a tiny shark. A tiny little shark. Baby shark. <laughs> Crossover deals oh, happening yeah. everywhere. Daniel, you're uh, welcome. <laughs> uh, who would you, uh, if we were to have a beach, a beach football team, who would yep. you, who would you have in that five? Who would I have in a beach football five? I'm going to need the beachiest people. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to have Bentinger. <laughs> <laughs> We've got evidence. We've got he, evidence. He moves like lightning on yeah. set. <laughs> <laughs> um, who else? Uh, summary, summary, uh, fellas. <laughs> Love your brain's going like, who are the summary fellas? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who are the summary fellas? Well, I feel like, not to go sort of stereotypical, but you would assume that, say, Emerson Richardson, mm. beach football in Brazil, yeah. quite popular, mm-hmm. probably would have played a little bit before. Mm-hmm. Probably more than, say, Hoybier has played. Yep, yep. Yeah, he was not. He wasn't making the team. Um, yeah. All right, I'll pick those two. Um, and then, how many have I got? Three. Um, and then I would pick two more, and those two would be. <laughs> it's coming, it's coming. Uh, not Madison. He gets too. Su- he gets sunburnt. He would get. Sunburnt. He, he would. He wouldn't be able to handle it. I don't think. He would be too. He'd be too indoors. <laughs> Mister yeah. indoors. He wouldn't. He wouldn't be able to do it. Um, He's sitting up in his private box. Yeah. Actually, yeah. have you seen his private box? That he's got like a. I forget the name. It's like mur- mural walls or whatever. It's the the graffiti artist who does all the murals of Spurs plays in Tottenham of like yeah. Kane, Leather mm. King, so on, all that sort of stuff. Mm. He came in and did a wall in Madison's Spurs box, which is like a mural of like Madison in like a Spurs kit and like mm. all these moments from Madison's career and stuff like that. Mm. In his box? In Madison's like private box in the Spurs stadium. Do they all have these? Uh, this was the first that like clued me onto it, but apparently they all do. Wow. So I think all the first team players have a box where friends and family can go mm. and apparently they can decorate them as they wish. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'd make mine tiki bar thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'd want mine to be like you're walking into a whole other world. Yeah. Or like <laughs> weird, like crappy fantasy themes with like toadstools and stuff like that. It's like all dark and just like neon <laughs> yeah. lights and things. Yeah. And there's a yeah. wizard in there that mm. guides you through. <laughs> yeah. Serves you food. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. Oh, Michael Dawson, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. I'm not Michael Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Gandalf. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that would be great. Anyway, my last two would be Basuma because he's just amazing. Yep. So I'm sure he'd be amazing. Um, and then lastly, I would choose, oh God, who else has got beach in him? Who's got that beach in him? <laughs> There's only Scout Bunny. He's uh, <laughs> pretty rubbish on all other scouting apartments, but he's very good at detecting who's got beach in uh, them. <laughs> Uh, South Korea doesn't have beach. I mean, they do, but it's not something you... Maybe they do. Who knows? God. Uh, we paid half a million pounds for this <laughs> yeah. this report to come through. God. We just get a list of the countries that do or do not have beaches. Yeah. Israel's got a beach, I think. I saw photos. It looked quite nice. Yeah. Um, have you been there? Have I been to Israel? Yeah. No, I haven't. No. Oh, okay. Uh, just, you seemed like you were like, oh, yeah. No, you <laughs> said that you said it as if you had been. Oh, right. Damn it. Um... <laughs> I must remind you, there's nothing riding on the line. 
It's more that my brain is not working. Like, oh, I okay. can't even think. <laughs> Who would you pick? I think I, I'd have to go Romero oh, because yeah. I feel like the, the vibe of just having fun and playing on the beach would just mm. be completely shattered mm. by Kuti in mm. five seconds yep. where he's like, like scissoring through the air. Yeah. Like, yeah. True. That taking people out. Um, I think I go Romero. Uh, I think Poro would be good beach. Yeah. Good beach. Portugal. Yeah. Portugal. A lot of beach in Portugal. Yeah. Damn. A lot of beach in Portugal. I go those to the back then. Yeah. Uh, Bentico has to be in, mm-hmm. as we said. Basuma is probably a pretty good beach mm-hmm. option. And I kind of just want to include Sun. Yeah. Because I think let's have some good vibes in the team. Mm. And also, if we were doing a beach game and we didn't invite Sunny into the mix. Yeah, true. We'd be he, very disappointed. He's a captain after all. Yeah. That's true. I'd have Ange as my fifth player. <laughs> <laughs> he's Australia, beach. He knows beach. Yeah, beach. Mm-hmm. Imagine yeah. that. He's just like, Ange is just like the Pele on beach. Like, yeah, I reckon he is. Yeah. I reckon he is. He can move. Yeah. He can move on the sand. On the sand. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, oh, I saw this is uh, the stadium hotel plans. Yeah. Why four stars, do you think? That was the big thing that like really stood out to me. Yeah. That it's um the announcement of, uh, for people who haven't seen Spurs, they've, I think they already had some plans around this, but they've chosen to like extend the building by a few floors, mm. uh, by six stories. Uh, and yeah, it's going to be like a bunch of apartments in there. And then it's like, it's building up and up as this huge thing of just like submitted new plans to Harringay Council for a huge four-star hotel mm. to mm. be built alongside the stadium. Mm. It just doesn't seem to really match the vibe that like for the rest of the stadium, yeah. of like being the premier sports destination in the world, like, mm going into that like yeah why four stars yeah unless and this is extremely unlikely given world football and tottenham that they doing it they're doing it (laughs) they're doing it four (laughs) stars because then it's gonna be cheaper and then people can afford it more Maybe I would love for that to be the case it won't be it'll be five star prices this is gonna be like seven star prices yeah yeah, uh, you seen how close you are to the stadium? Yeah, that's worth an extra five grand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, look at this. You can like you can see you can watch the ball be kicked. It's it's incredible. It's not like those Disney. Have you seen the Disney Star Wars hotel? No. It's very expensive. Yeah, and I think it might be four stars as well. And. There's no windows in some of the rooms. <laughs> There's no window. That's the extra star they're missing. Yeah. <laughs> Sunlight <laughs> provides one star worth. It is terrible. It's so awful. It looks such, like such a bad time. But anyway. In my, in my head, I was thinking like that sounds like it'd be incredible to go yeah. to a full-on Disney Star mm. Wars hotel. Mm. But yeah, like the lack of any windows or anything would be, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we want we want you to think you're actually on the Death Star. <laughs> that's what it, it's like. Well, you're on a ship, so there's like a window that's like the night sky, you know. Right, yeah. Out in space. Out in space. Going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe in this they've patched up all the windows on maybe. the outside. That's where the star's gone. Because they don't want people in the top apartments being able to watch, watch the, the game. game. They want them to buy tickets for the game. Yeah. They, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Or maybe they've replaced it with screens playing some uh, ads for the Skywalk. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, the players they don't like, that's mm. where their private box is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yours is in Tottenham Tower. Yeah. Uh, is uh, that what it's going to be called? Uh, I don't think it's called Tottenham. I just I just said that. That's <laughs> good. That's it. I'm just, I was... But what it says here is apparently the application said they want to reestablish the building as a visual marker 
or Campinale, Italian bell tower, <laughs> for the stadium precinct. What? They want it to be the Italian bell tower. Well, do you, I mean, you know, you've got Italian heritage. What's yeah. the difference between like a bell tower and a Campinale? Uh, the a Campinale is a bell tower set in Italy. Yeah, right. <laughs> and commissioned by none other than Mr. Paratici. Yeah, wow, okay. <laughs> Yeah, they're building him a hideout, an evil hideout. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. That's what this is. <laughs> that's the top six stories that they've added on. It's for Paratici to go up there and he'll ring the bell before games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At oh a half time. I'm it's just looking up Campanale. Not doubting that what you just said was 100%. <laughs> I'm sure that what I said is absolutely not correct. <laughs> Oh, what? It's probably just the word. Maybe they try to fancy up the application. Yeah, I think they did. Like, it's just a bell tower. Yeah. They're like, oh, so you're trying to say this building's going to be a bell tower. Like, no, 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 no. No, no, no. it's a campanale. campanale. (laughs) Yeah. Campanale. Is there a big bell? (laughs) There's not even a bell on this application. (laughs) So why are you going for the bell tower and then, again, Italian? Yeah. Or is it meant to be, like, uh, it's meant to be a symbol. So, you know, when you're looking, you can go, there's a stadium because I can see the... And in Italy... Same thing. You're like, where? where's Florence? There's, There's the bell tower. <laughs> All right, we're going that way. <laughs> I like that just driving through the countryside. There's like a 400-meter tall bell tower. <laughs> Every city in Italy is just designated by a gigantic <laughs> bell, bell tower. tower. Yeah. So you can just look and see these huge, like, spires. Just, All right. <laughs> yeah. Onwards to Rome. <laughs> Would make things easier, especially if you're a bird. Yeah. <laughs> It would. It would. Yeah. Helps air travel. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's thinking ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's the towel. Yeah. So I, don't, I have no other info on that, but uh, yeah, it seems the precinct keeps growing. The precinct. Oh, that's my least favorite word in English. It doesn't matter. Can't even speak it. So why do I have an opinion about it? I don't like the word precinct. You have to be able to speak words to have an opinion on them. Yeah, exactly. That's fair enough. Okay, fine. Well, pre- something sounds a bit weird with precinct. Like it's so like vapid and empty. Yeah, it, it's not it. fun. Yeah, and even like oh, come down to the shopping precinct. You're like yeah, oh, what? Like it? It yeah. doesn't sound appealing. Melbourne has many different precincts for <laughs> all of your interests and needs. The arts, yeah, it's it's like ugh. yeah, call it a zone. <laughs> <laughs> the Tottenham zone. zone. That's way better. Yeah. Okay, now we go into the Tottenham zone <laughs> precinct. It's awful. No, it doesn't doesn't really have a good ring to it. Uh, should we move on to questions? Yes, let's do it. Uh, so first up, we got Ted Cruz in USA. Hey. Asks, uh, hey, you all just going to the pod and I'm loving it. It's become a favor of mine and I truly love it madly deeply. Uh, didn't need to read out that bit, but just give ourselves a props. Yeah, that is such a great opening to a question. Well done. We love it. Thank you, Ted. Thank Thanks, you for, Ted for joining, joining us. Uh, so the question is, You know when you're in the pool and you get on someone's shoulders and do battle (laughs) with another pair of people, Mm. uh, Mecha Shiva style? What's Mecha Shiva? Do you know? I don't know what Mecha Shiva actually is. I know what he's describing, though. I know, yeah. Yeah. But maybe Mecha Shiva is like some sort of god that's like- Oh, got multiple arms. Multiple arms. arms That's what I'm sort of thinking of. Sure, yeah. Um, uh, If the rules- in the Premier League were changed, so one position on the field had to be occupied by a Mecha Shiva. Which position and two players would you pick for Spurs? And also, which configuration? I feel like a central midfield with Skip at the bottom, Hardy runs a lot, and Hoybier on top likes to point and shout 
would be would be powerful. It would be like having a prison panopticon. I don't know what that is. Uh, on the field, spotting threats as they emerge. I think the panopticon is like a guard tower. Oh, so you can right. see. So yeah. we, it's not like a what was the Italian thing called? Campanile. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that, but not quite. I love all the architecture heads are going to be mm, listening yeah, to this. Really like, oh, this is my podcast now. Yeah, I, I can't believe that this this wonderful man, this wonderful Ted Cruise USA, has just found this podcast and yet he's asked the most this podcast question I've ever heard in my entire life. Who would you pick? He's encapsulated it very, yeah. very well. Um, who would I pick? So you got someone on the bottom. They need yep. to be quite strong, mm. I would say. Uh, I think if we're going for height, mm. um, I assume as well they probably don't need to be that agile in this position. Yeah. Mm. But maybe they do. But I'm thinking like a van de ven mm. because I think even if – you know, he's a bit wooden. Mm. Um, he's he get up to a very, very fast speed mm. and ve- already quite tall. Mm. And I think he'd be able to like carry someone on his yep. shoulders quite nicely. Yeah. So I think I'd go him at the bottom mm. and I'd go, I'd want to go v- Vicario on top. Yeah. Big wingspan. Mm-hmm. Um, this question doesn't actually define what the purpose of <laughs> Well, I'm thinking, you know, like if it's not a goalkeeper, what's the point? Because no, that's true. Yeah, that would be wasting the position. Yeah, mm. you kind of need them. What like up front, just lobbing in long balls? Yeah, yeah, you could play the ball nice and high. Yeah, maybe I'll put maybe I'll put Richardson on there, Pombo, mm. put him up at his natural altitude. Yeah, yeah, and there we go. I'm going to go Van der Ven with Richardson on top. See, I was going to go Sonny and Richardson. Sonny for the speed, yeah. Richardson for the head. But also, you know, having seen the footage of Richardson very upset on the bench, I just want him to feel that he will be playing. He won't be replaced by Son because they're one unit now. Yeah, they're one. So he, there's no need to be upset. <laughs> hey, Richie, we know you're a bit disappointed you haven't been starting, <laughs> but uh, the Premier League just introduced a new Mecca Shaver ball, so <laughs> you're going to be up top. <laughs> you know, how does that feel, mate? How does that feel, mate? Is that good, mate? <laughs> Is that good, mate? <laughs> no. You don't get to control your legs at all, but... <laughs> You just got to, because it, it works. He gets to do his little. Yeah. Yeah. And he could crouch yeah. like a bird. Yeah. <laughs> Get a bit of extra, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm up for that. Yeah. Done. I'm just changing to my phone because that's died. Um, unless you want to read the, all the questions. Uh, I can read the questions too. All right. Sweet. Um, we've got another one, which <clears throat> to a couple of questions on this topic. So we'll paraphrase them a little bit. Yep. But from Van de Ken and, uh, Rafe, all in the discord. Mm-hmm. Uh, Basically asking around uh, the fact that Spurs often seem to get the short end of the stick. Uh, for example, like that dire handball against Newcastle, uh-huh. uh, getting disqualified for the Conference League mm-hmm. um, after the COVID protocols, all that sort of stuff. Um, and internally as Spurs fans, we feel like we've got um, a very like amiable group of players um, and we aim for sustainability as a club, all these sorts of things. Mm. Things that should be uh, applauded by mm-hmm. the footballing community, unlike say Chelsea. Mm. But then the media kind of positions us a lot of the time as uh, losers and doesn't want us to succeed mm. and kind of wants to hold us down, mm-hmm. um, especially since you've got like clubs like City and Liverpool. Mm. They can get away with a lot of things, mm-hmm. uh, especially Klopp and, and Guardiola, things like that. Yeah. Um, so this also plays into how the media use the term Spursy, things like that. And every time we have a big game, it seems like they take joy in us losing 
Whereas when other teams go through, like it'd be like, oh, West Ham, it's great to see a great to see an English team just going far in this competition, mm -hmm. all this sort of stuff. Yeah. So the question around is, I think, uh, why, you know, why do we kind of get this label, uh, when it seems like not many other clubs do? Yeah. Yeah. I would say, this is my theory that we were the, well, I guess it was happening with city at the same time, but they had more money and we were just sort of improving at a gradual rate where they sort of, it was quicker. We're the ones that are like knocking on the door of the, that core sort of four, mm. um, which makes us threatening. It's a threat. All the pundits are from Arsenal, Liverpool, Man U, like, and so they then are protective over the space that their clubs have inhabited for a very long time. And West Ham is not going to be the club that then bumps one of them out. Yeah. Because West Ham, if they do well, it's like, oh, great for West Ham. But if Spurs do too well, then it's like, now I'm feeling like they're encroaching on, you know, Man U's turf and Man U haven't been very good, uh, especially since Ferguson left. Yeah. Um, so we're stealing their spot at the table. Yeah. Yeah. Even though we're not like it is red, I think that way. Um, and I also think that as part of uh, their jobs as pundits is to characterize certain clubs. So they need to have like city sort of came to prominence, like real prominence. I mean, under Pep. And so Pep's like this cool, like ultra football wizard mm. plays this amazing tactical game. So they've become that the organization of city is also run. It's very slick how they operate. Um, it's also sometimes very illegal, um, <laughs> but it's kind of that. And then Liverpool, are like the working man's club who, uh, you know, they've got heaps of fans. There's all, I'm not going to go through everyone. Mm -hmm. but our, our sort of character is sort of like a bit of a, bit of a pissant. We're <laughs> 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 just a bit like, uh, <laughs> and so then you, when you, things happen, you're consciously or unconsciously going back to that to reinforce that as the character. Um, and so that's why I would say that happens in the media. Yeah. I, I agree with a lot of that. Mm. I think that's that's pretty accurate. The other thing I would add to it as well is that it feels like um, there's got to be directives from above mm. that are saying like, pundits, you're not allowed to question the owners of these clubs because of all the broadcasting money that's coming in. Yeah. Um, so it seems like you do have some of these clubs which are basically immune mm. to criticism. Like the city are never criticised by pundits yeah. um, ever mm -hmm. <laughs> about spending what they're doing to the league. Newcastle never criticized at all. Yeah. Um, and so I think then it's like, it's far easier to just hit out, hit out at Spurs mm. and be like, oh, let's criticize them because they're not spending money. Yeah. And then Super League happens and it's like, oh, it's just everyone's spending too much money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about Luton Town? Mm, everyone's mm. got to start thinking about Luton Town. Yeah. Um, so it's just a very weird situation, which is why I feel like the pundits, we can't really take much from no. because they really offer nothing. And I feel like there would be such a, such tight guidelines of what they can and can't say. Mm. Um, and we're just never really getting unbiased mm. opinions from them, which is why like Gary Neville 
whenever he starts talking about anything and it's always like everything's so pro man you, even though he, tr he tries to put out this thing of mm. him being so neutral and everything. Mm. But then at the first thing, it's like, all right, interview with Harry Kane, get him to leave the club. Let's try and uh, yeah. get that going. So there's always these things playing in. I think you're right with what you said that, uh, yeah, there's like, it still feels like despite the commercial success that we've had as mm. a club and grown, um, we're still, there's that elitist group. Mm. which kind of love the idea of our best player leaving, mm -hmm. love the idea of all these sorts of things. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, we're just kind of like stuck in that hamster wheel. Yeah, we are. That's totally right. Was that, that was everything in that question, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, there's a little, a uh, little bit at the end of saying like, you know, Arsenal, uh, haven't really been called arsey for, uh, bottling uh, top four to us two seasons ago mm. and also bottling the league last season. Yeah. It seems like we've moved on pretty quickly from that, mm. Mm. but they've, they, in their recent history, I know they have won an FA cup or something, but like, mm. or two, but maybe that is why the media is like, oh, well, they won an FA cup. So I'm not going to get stuck into mm. this, but like we got talked about for bottling the league when Leicester won it, when mm. we were never first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the character. Like the, that's our character. It doesn't mean that it's true, mm. but that's how we're cast. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how Arsenal Idiots. That's the <laughs> Just idiots. Just idiots. Uh, so the last question we have here today is uh, from THFC Tex, uh, which is, would you trade a fourth or fifth place uh, finish uh, bumping down into Europa League for another year of Pep not being able to score a goal at the lane? No. <laughs> no. Okay. It's like, I love that Pep just cannot score mm. against us, but... I'd say getting us in the Champions League, I would, I would definitely take that. Yeah, definitely. Because City's bubble has already burst. Like mm. now they've won Champions League as well. Mm. It's like, ugh, the yeah, eh. Like we always kind of had that against them. <laughs> we always had that against them. <laughs> the footballing world. Yeah, like you can spend all this money, but you haven't been able to get Champions League. Mm. Mm. Now they've got that. Yep. Um, maybe the holy grail that they haven't been able to get is scoring away at Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. So, Dan, obviously the season had its highs and lows. What was the best bit for you? Pep Guardiola's team never just got a goal of a lane. <laughs> Not the fact we won the title. Yeah, we won, round. man. Uh, yeah, cool. Well, that comes second. That comes second. To this big prize. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I get the – it is fun. Like, I don't – I don't – what am I trying to say? I don't mind. <laughs> but I don't mind. I don't mind. Yeah. I think it'd be nice, like, to with Ange, get back into Champions League. That would be a lovely mm. way to go. Um, Europa would be fine, but seeing how we are in a position now where potentially five English teams do make Champions League. Yeah. And on that note, it's a little bit interesting because we could be in a position where we need uh, we need the current English teams in Champions League, Europa, and Conference to go further in the competition but not win it because we don't want, <laughs> like we don't want West Ham to win something again. Mm. Um, but we need them to go far into the competition to raise up England's coefficient ranking, yeah. which allows us to have a fifth team. Mm. So we could be in a position where we're like, come on, West Ham, get through to the semi. Yeah. All right, now lose. <laughs> yeah, now lose. please lose. Oh, in the final again. Okay. Yeah. Lose. Yeah. Please lose now. Mm. Uh, but it would be like five teams. I'm, I'm fairly confident of us getting top five. Yeah. Do you think, when will that come into effect? This is for this season. For this season, it will yep. go into effect. How many points do we need? 
<laughs> I mean, I mean the, the coefficient points. Uh, I think at the moment, like England are top. Mm -hmm. So if things keep going, it would really take, like if say all of the English teams crashed out of the Champions League super early and then we ended up getting knocked off by, I feel it's got to be, it'd be like Italy or Germany. Mm -hmm. um, we need that not to happen. So right. I think it's fairly certain, mm -hmm. barring a disaster mm. and all the English teams going out of all of the competitions early. Yeah. Has there ever been a league that's got five spots before? No, this, they've introduced it now. Right. Because from next season, they're starting with a new Champions League format where they move to a Swiss system. Ah. And everyone's kind of in a league and you play 10 games or eight games or something like that. Yeah. And then it's, I don't know how they work everything out, but mm. it's one sort of big league with extra teams in there. Right. So the team, the country with the most, the highest coefficient, they mm. get an extra spot mm -hmm. as part of that expansion. Wow. That's just so Swiss. <laughs> so Swiss. It just it? sounds Swiss. Yeah, yeah. That sounds Swiss as. What do you think when you think about Switzerland? Uh, the banks, the banks, yeah, the chocolate. Oh, oh yeah, um, yeah, and the Swiss format what? for yeah. sporting tables. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's just it's one of their biggest exports. Yeah, really good stuff. Um, well, that's us, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. Um, please check out the Discord uh, if it you want to. <laughs> If you don't want to, that's fine too. Um, thanks for. We should really go into marketing and like. Yeah. Please do this thing, but if mm. you don't want to do the thing, you don't have to do the thing. Yeah. We want you to be very sure you don't have to do it. Yeah, it's your choice. You have the agency. Um, I'm not trying to coerce you in any way. Um, just God, God bless you. I'm not religious, but you know, if you are, good. Uh, <laughs> and I've been Barney. I've been Dad. Come on, you Spurs. You've been listening to A Bit Spursy. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Email us at hello at abitspursy.com and subscribe via your usual podcast platforms.